amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show, Mindset, Meditation, and Motivation. Today we're in for a special treat today. You know, I'm always bringing these special treats uh, where I have guests that are going to enlighten our world and just share some things about us, about themselves that will help us to be better people. Uh, This is my autism special week, our autism special edition. And each day I'm bringing, or each recording, I'm going to be bringing you a new autism super person that's out here doing amazing things. I mean, I know we have a lot out there, so join company with others. Uh, Today we have Keisha Pruden, and of course she wears many hats as all of us do. Uh, She's a believer, a wife of 25 years, uh, to two amazing sons, Aaron and Brian. She's also a psychotherapist and autism advocate consultant, and she is in North Carolina where she is doing amazing things as a mental health counselor, uh, licensed, of course. And she's also out here putting together and helping us to learn more about, today she's going to be speaking about keeping a routine and the importance of routines and how it can help you to maximize your world as a parent of a child with special needs and or as a person in business, just out here trying to figure out how to make it happen. A lot of these tools I have used personally, uh, being a mom, an autism mom to Zachary, I have transferred some of these tools into what it's like to be a mompreneur on fire. And I love bringing other autism uh, superheroes to, or super sheroes to share their journey. Uh, Keisha has also published um, Walking with Moo and other adventures of faith. Uh, that's a daily devotional designed to help those and encourage them with daily motivational uh, tips and advice on how they can navigate each day. Um, our journey on the spectrum, which is one of her latest works, which she's working with Aaron and me, that's one of her sons, shares her family experiences with autism. And um, it's an honor to have such an amazing person. She's out here. She's definitely helping other families with mental health and she's sharing her personal story. So let's welcome Keisha and let's talk some more about what she's going to share with us to help us to uh, amplify our world. So it's an honor to welcome Keisha. Can I, can you, can you help me with the last name so I don't butcher that? Prudent? Prudent. Perfect. Yes. Yes. See, I was nervous. I was going to jack it up. I was like, let me just ask her so we can make sure that people out there when they're following and when they're listening, that they're hearing the right, the right name and the way pronounce pronounce it, especially as a speech pathologist. I'm a little, uh, you know, about that. So I'm super excited for you guys to listen to her today and for us to have this conversation. The funniest part that I wanted to make sure that we didn't even stop talking about was um, jumping on. And, you know, I was telling her that usually during I get on, uh, sometimes I got to get my hair together and my makeup together quickly because this is going to be this is going to be recorded. This is past the moment. And I've been blessed. Right, Keisha, you're going to hear the funniest. I've been blessed. My coach, Susie Carter, she has graced me with a um, with a wig. With two wigs. 
And she oh. did it right on time, girl, because I didn't know much about the wig scene. As you can tell, I don't have much hair. Oh. But let me tell you, being home and getting ready for these interviews and these platforms and these conferences, it's like, okay, sometimes there'll be a five-minute get-together. And because it's autism moms, we don't got that time to be preparing ourselves like zhuzh, zhuzh, zhuzh. So it has came in handy. I know it. I know it. I love it. I have six in rotation. I'll tell anybody. I don't care who knows it. It just, you know, depends on what my outfit is. And, like, I'll tell anybody. Last week I had a, a podcast and... I told a girl, I said, give me one second. Let me get my good hair on. And she just thought it was the funniest thing. I said, but it's the truth. Like, I pick out my podcast hair and I go. For and real. It's fun. It's fun. For real, for real, right? And so today you're going to be sharing some tips and tools. I already introduced them to, to introduce the listeners to you, told them how okay. amazing you are in terms of Thank the you. mental health field and that you have two amazing sons and yeah. your latest books that book that you did with uh, Brian called Our Journey on the Spectrum. And now uh, you were just adding on a group that you have that you support other uh, families that have children on the spectrum. So... First, I'm going to ask you some questions. Um, what made you decide to go into writing books about autism? Where, where did that come from? Well, for me, much like psychotherapy, that was just a natural, it was organic. Um, actually, I wanted to write a book that was simple enough that children would understand what autism is, that it would activate them to um, actively engage and, and go after it and, and want to be friends with, with their peers on the autism spectrum. And then the last reason why I wrote this book is because I wanted spectrum families of color to see that there are other families of color out there. We're not just surviving it. We're not just getting through autism, but we're thriving. We're doing well. We're loving each other. You know, um, the family is cohesive. There's, you know, there's drama, but there's, you know, it's not a whole lot of uh, chaos um, outside of the autism. So those are the three main reasons why I was led to um, write this children's book. I love the fact that you said to eliminate the, the, the chaos, to let people know that we are out here in all colors and, and, and sizes yes. and, and, and beauty. And that for other uh, families out there, and part of the reason why uh, my coach was so insistent at the beginning when coming out with Amazing Gift, A Journey to Autism Acceptance, that she was like, put your picture on the front, let others know, you know how long it, it you dealt with the stigma, you know how long personally you dealt with it. It's, it's, it's now our responsibility to now help others that may have been where we were. Or maybe not where we were, but others that we may have heard that were dealing with the stigma of even have, talking about having a child with autism. So Absolutely. part of what you love to talk about, and when I asked you what topic do you think you want to share with the audience today, you spoke about the importance of routine. How have you seen routine show up for your household, especially having two boys on the spectrum and being a professional out there? Well... I, and I tell this story, everyone knows this story. And even my, my cousins and I, we, because everyone's um, homebound now in one way, shape or form, we'll say, you know, what, what what's for dinner? And I'll say it's Monday. And then they come right back. Oh, it's baked chicken. And the reason why they know my schedule is because I have been cooking the same thing for 20 years. I've been cooking. I've had the same menu. Wow. Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, 
Um, Thursdays is what I call manager's choice. Um, it's a it's a mix up of you know whatever I might want or what my husband or kids might want. But that speaks to um, the fact that when Aaron was four, um, he entered pre-K, and um, by that time he had lost his speech at age one and had not regained it. But he was in school. And he would fall out every day in the lunchroom, and we just really couldn't figure out why until the last day of pre-K when he said, I'm hungry. <laughs> so from that, that really, it was like, oh, uh, why didn't, and, and I felt so bad. I was like, why, why didn't we figure that out? So once he said, I'm hungry, then we set up a lunch schedule for him at school. Um, he took his lunch from the time he was four to the time he graduated high school. And then at that time, at age four, I developed a menu at home. So that he would know what was for dinner Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday and Sunday is, you know, find it, fix it and eat it yourself. And um, he would know. And then as he got older, Thursday night changed into manager's choice as we introduced new foods. So I found in my personal life that schedules are very important um, so that children on the spectrum, mine uh, in particular, Noah's coming, uh, s- s- schedules and um, bring structure and structure brings peace. And oh. I have um, shared that information with my clients over the years. I um, love that. I love that. Guys, I just have to stop you for a second because I want you to note that schedule brings structure and structure brings peace. Right. Oh, now, I need to write it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see, I'm highlighting it for you because if it's touching me and if it's highlighting me, so I want you guys to definitely as you're as you're hearing it, go and hashtag it, put it on Twitter at our at either Dr. Allie Griffith Show or Dr. Allie and, and let us know how those words resonated to you just the way as it just resonated to me. Schedule cause structure and structure brings peace. Now, if I think about it and the way you mentioned it is that we go to schools, we have in our school system and most school system, there's a lunch menu where they know ahead of time what they're going to be eating for the week. They, they projected it. Children, no shoot. I remember when I was in high school and Fridays were murder burger and suicide fries. Welcome to Brooklyn, right? And right. th- <laughs> that helped me to know which days were pizza day, which days were which right. days were, were, were hamburger day. So if that is a system that they, they, they have incorporated in our school system, then how how brilliant of you to incorporate something so similar to living on living in a household with a child into a children on the spectrum. And as you're listening out there, see how that could how that attaches to you. Now, if you think about it, we know we have a lot of successful people out there who don't plan their everyday wear. They pretty much have a uniform, a white a white T-shirt and jeans or khaki. There are certain things that are considered structured. And these are millionaires, billionaires, right? Because right, right. of the same thing. A schedule brings structure. Structure brings peace. That's one less thing for you to be concerned about. Now you could deal with the 50 million other things that goes into a parenting parenting a child or children on the spectrum. And for those of us that are dealing with businesses, when we have certain structure, we know that structure 
brings about peace in that aspect of the world. So if you guys are joining recently, I am on the Dr. Ali Griffith Show. I'm taping, I'm recording for with a wonderful interview. We're doing an autism special edition week uh, where I brought different super heroes and superheroes out there in the autism world just to talk to us about different mindset and motivation and uh, different strategies they use in their household. So now here comes my next amazing question. What do you use for motivation in your household? You have older boys. Um, tell me the ages and then tell me how do you motivate them during those really rough, challenging times? Like now we can't go out. Now our lives has completely changed. What are we doing to change the structure with our kids or help them through this process? Well, okay. Well, first my oldest is 25. So he's not, he's really not a kid. And my youngest son is 16. Uh, so being that my oldest, um, he's the, the only one with autism and he has Asperger's. So it's a higher functioning form. Um, so what we've done as a family is we've done the, the covered wagon um, type of principle. And that's with any situation that comes. Uh, we see a situation coming and we say, what do we need to do um, as a village to help him prepare? Um, so he's he was working. Um, actually, he was an office manager um, in my office. Uh, for, I'm a clinical director for a mental health agency. Mm. And my boss came up six months ago and was like, I want your son to come and work for me um, because <laughs> I'm a type A. And she, knows, she was like, I know you've trained him well. Um, and so he was working in the that. office. But with, you know, everything going on um, and we have a day program there, you know, we had to shut down. So I knew it was probable so we sat down as a family and said, this is what's going on. This is what may happen. These are the things that may happen. So prepare yourself. So what I've done, and I was reflecting on it this morning, because they're older, I've given them the opportunity to choose their own schedules and to figure, figure it out for themselves in a way that's good for them and works for the family. However, comma. Comma. I'm gonna um, <laughs> comma. We're gonna comma uh, because Mama always comes with a comma, and that's my baby son says that Mama always comes with a comma. Uh, we're gonna have a family meeting family because meeting. few things um, that I'm noticing and that I would like to see them do more of, more of, and less of. Um, so, in in this type of situation. If your children are older, my advice would be to let them find their way to a certain extent, because with the autism, there is some um, what we've been trying um, clinically in transactional analysis. There's some separation and differentiation. Different. All right. So they have to separate. Okay. So, so what I love about what you're mentioning, and I'm just bringing those up to speed for those who are just coming in because we never know when someone is coming into a podcast or okay. an interview, is that you're okay. mentioning some tools and strategies you to do with the family, especially during times like now where there's a change. Okay. Uh, at the time of this recording, we are in the process of the COVID-19 pandemic. And most areas across the world, schools are closed. So we're talking yeah. to different autism moms and, and mompreneurs and, and just 
I call them superheroes that have created some systems alongst the way that they're using again and they're sharing it with us out here. Now we could use it for our typically developing child. But for some of us who don't have kids, we can use it for our for our um for our businesses, right? So what you mentioned right. is bring the village together. Bring the team together. Bring the squad together. If something has changed, and it doesn't matter the age, it, it, honestly, it really matters the fact that it's not a one-on-one plan. It's a plan where everyone should be involved in, and everyone should pretty much be on the same page. Now, if you may have a child on the spectrum that may not be on the higher, quote-unquote, higher version, they still are aware. Still let them know. Still talk about them. Still have pictures or graphs to show them what the day will look like. Yes, we're open to flexibility. That's that comma. Yes, we understand that there are going to be changes, right? That mama comes with a comma. Y'all make sure y'all get that one too. I'm like writing down all these little cool things that uh, Keisha Pruden has given us today. But the most important thing is gathering the squad together, bringing a village together and saying, okay, this is what's going on. This is what's expected. And, and do it regularly. Like, don't do it that one time, because like she said, she had to do a more recent one to say, okay, now, now we've tried it. Let's see what worked and what didn't work. So reminds me of my coaching sessions when I get together with them. I'm just like, okay, let's get together. Let's see what's work, what's not working and where do we need to adjust the plan? Awesome. So as an, as an autism mom and as a professional out there that's going through all of these changes internally and externally, what are you doing for your own self-care? Do you have a meditation or a prayer process? What is it that you're doing that you can share out there uh, briefly that another parent or person can do and apply to their lives? I am still able in my area to go walking. Um, so I do that. That has been for years off and on. Um, my my private time in the morning is for my health first, you know, first and foremost, um, you know, to make sure my numbers, you know, stay good, blood sugar, blood pressure, weight, um, stay in the target areas. But it's also my time with my creator to clear my mind, to meditate and to pray. And my day does not go well uh, if I'm if I'm not able to do that. Uh, and I'm and I also when I get to work, um, I spend some quiet time in my office alone. Again, just centering myself, listening to some quiet music, and then I go forth with my day. Now, I know quickly, I know there are a lot of moms at home with their children, and that's another schedule structure thing. Don't be afraid or don't feel guilty about um, structuring or scheduling some time for yourself alone every day at the beginning and at the end. At the beginning of the day to get your day together and at the end of the day to decompress, plan for the next day. Don't feel guilty about it. You need the time away. It's okay. I love it. I love it. Here is something very structured where you can incorporate by setting some time aside for yourself at the beginning and setting some time for yourself at the end. I mean, those are both things that I've been doing since the beginning of of having Zachary is understanding the precious moments of before he wakes up, whenever I can get my meditation in, whenever I can get my prayer or devotion in, when I could just have a moment of stillness. Uh, it doesn't happen every morning. I try my best to make it happen, but sometimes he beats me to the punch and he wakes up earlier. But then I grab it in the nighttime also after I put him down is make sure I have that moment again to recenter it. The tip that you mentioned is go for daily walks, get out there, get some air, 
Go for, go for it for your body, go for it for your mind. It's important for us to do. Um, as we are in a, in a season right now where um, it, it gets overwhelming. So I'm, I love the fact that you brought it up because honestly, I was in a state where I've had Zachary home close to a month with without mm-hmm. self, self-quarantine where we rarely went outside. And um, part of the reason I did that is because I didn't know what was going on out there. And I'm like, the best way you could be is home. So I kept him home and I kept him away from my mom, who is um, who is elderly. Now, within the last week, I reached my point where I started to notice that I was getting a little snappy. And that's right. when I know that, OK, Allie, what do you do now? Because you're starting, you know, the signs. Right. And I want you guys to be aware of the signs of when you're feeling overwhelmed. Like there's the regular uh, autism mom overwhelm and there's that place where you feel like, Oh my God, I'm about to tip, right? I'm about to go over there. So I called my mom and I said, you know what? He's been self-quarantined for a month. I'm comfortable with bringing him in. Are you guys okay? I said, I'll put him his N95. We do have a mask for him. And my brother, thank goodness, is a physician and had sent it for us earlier in the game. We took him over, you know, didn't touch anything straight in the car, wash hands, all the safety precautions. And their faces, when they saw him, it was like heaven. It was like he brought light into their home and this mama here brought life back into her, her sanity, into her mind. So I'm spending this weekend as we're doing, as I get to record during this time, um, guilt-free because it was a time I knew I needed. I feel good again. We can get back into me being mom slash audiologist slash teacher slash therapist slash CEO of a nonprofit slash, oh yeah, I got to do interviews too. I can get back into the role, but I needed to take that moment to unplug and just get me, find me again in this process. So as we're saying this, and Keisha's giving them some amazing, amazing information. And I want you guys to make sure you follow her information. It's going to be in the show notes below. For those who are watching us, make sure you jump into YouTube. You're going to be able to have access over there um, where you can learn more about, especially mental health. We want to make sure we have access to people that are doing mental health that are also feeling it. They're, they're going through the experience on both ends and they're professionals. So I always like to make sure I bring, um, give you guys that, that are listening out there the access. Whether it's a child with special needs or not, she's still available to provide some support and her contact information will be below. Um, most important thing that she said, and I'm going to leave you guys with this wrap up is, it's okay. No need to feel guilty. It's okay. Uh, another thing that she mentioned is schedule begets structure. And wait, wait, let me make sure I say it. schedule brings, leaves you, gives you structure and structure gives you peace. And the third note that she left us with is it takes a village. It takes a village for us to get, get our village together, get on the same page, have our kids have input into what's going on in, in our worlds, including their worlds, so that when we create, create whatever system we're creating for that household, they're included. So beautiful tips, beautiful things to leave us with. Thank you so much for joining us. Before you leave, I always say, and this is a real quick, quick like something where you can leave someone. We call this a nice, um, a nice bite, sound bite. What would okay. you leave a, a listener out there, whether they're a parent of a special needs child or not? Why do you think you were sent here today? And what message are you to give them that they will leave from this show and will remember you by? What is that message you think you were sent here to say? Nice and quick. Ready? Go. It's okay to be. Mm. 
And I think that's it. Love it. It's okay to just be. So she was sent here to let you know that you were sent here to listen to this. Make sure you share this with your friends and, and your family out there who needs encouragement. I want you to do me a favor this week as we're sharing this information. Just let someone else know. Like none of us were getting paid for this. We don't get anything out of this. The only thing we get is the satisfaction to know we're using our own personal gifts and helping others out there that need that need it. So um, make sure you share it out. Make sure you let others know and definitely go and follow some more or listen to some more. Binge listen to this this Autism Edition special or any of the other Dr. Ali Griffith show um, uh, shows. And uh, let me know what you think. Let me know if you want me to do this again. Just let me know something and then I will definitely take heed to it. As always, there's always ways to get in touch with me. You can get in touch with me through my website, which is below, and follow us at Dr. Ali Griffith across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, and you'll see the link below also. And if you have a special concern, a special need, please definitely take the time to either reach out to Keisha and or to myself and my team so that you could know that you are not alone in this, in this venture called life. As always, remember to continue to be amazing in your thoughts, your words, and in your action. Thank you, Keisha, for gracing us. Peace. Thank you for having me.